because today is uh, is Tuesday, and while we're going to speak about a safer, it's nice to speak about a safer um, in general. Uh, this safer would require a lot of time to really sort of outline many of the most fundamental parts of it. Um, it's been done already in print. That's safer Meshachachma. Meshachachma is a safer in Chumash written by Rav Meir Simcha of Devinsk. Uh, he's also the author of the safer Or Sameach and Chlushman Shas, but that gets a little bit less uh, less press. Um, and the safer Meshachachma is an enormously valuable safer and an enormously fascinating Sefer. The Sefer Meshachachma has a combination within it, and this is just good to know, there are particular Sfarim and Chumash that you more or less know what you're going to get when you go through it. If a person learns uh, Rashbam or Eben Ezra, they can anticipate the form of Torah that's going to be there. It'll typically be more Pshat-oriented as far as explaining the Pesukim. With a lot of people, they have a particular style, and you can know, I, I, I haven't gone through that much kliyakar, but uh, it seems to me that a lot of the kliyakar also, it, it, it seems to be similar in terms of a certain kind of style. I don't know if it's actually true. One day maybe we'll, we'll figure that out. Meshachachma is a combination in any given piece on Chumash. It can be anything which is more in the realm of halacha, lamdus, machshava, um, insights into pshat and Chumash. It's a very wide spectrum of ideas that you find in Meshachachma. What that means is that you almost never know what you're going to get in a certain sense when you open up a Meshachachma. And there are, again, all these different perspectives. And sometimes within the same piece, they're very much mixed. In that sense, Meshachachma is a great Lamdin. That is the Orsameach connection. He happens to agree great as far as explaining Chumash. He happens to do a lot even as far as the world of Machshav and philosophy, explaining comments of Rambam and Mor Nefuchim and the way that that relates to elements of Mishnah Torah, a lot of very fundamental ideas in Meshachachma. One of the very unique things Meshachachma does, which is, I think, very innovative, Rav Kufman, who put out this farim, uh, has a lot of Pirkei Mavo in the last volume, the first volume, depending on which edition you have, where he goes through elements of Meshachachma's uh, methodology, not the right edition, but sure. So one of the things that, uh, one of the things, obviously, so one of the things that he, uh, that, that Meshachachma does, which I think is most mechudash and perhaps most famous, is that he is confident, not only as the Gemara tells us, Ein Mikri Yotze Midei Pshuto, but he maintains that you can learn practical halacha from Pshuto Shal Mikra. What that means is that things that were never addressed in, let's say, Chazal or Rishon, as explicitly in Chazal, that he thinks that you can look through Pshuto Shal Mikra, and you on your own can derive halachas based on Pshuto Shel Mikra. So the example that I am very, very fond of uh, is, is the Machlokas Harishonim. Um, I think my wife quotes this in one of her classes. Uh, this Meshachachma. There's a Machlokas Harishonim, uh, what the halacha is in the following case. In Eved Ivri, in Eved Ivri, who decides that he's going to stay on after the six years are up, he becomes an Eved Nirza. He has the whole ear thing by the door. And then the Torah says, olam. He goes until he becomes a slave, La'olam. The Rishonim interpret, Chazal interpret the phrase, La'olam, La'olam Oshal Yovel, that, that he stays up until Yovel. There's a Machlokas Harishonim, a little bit of Meseches Erech and other places. What happens if you become an Eved Nirza, and then Yovel is Batal? Do you get stuck forever or not? It was year 23 of Yovel, and you committed to work another, another 27 years. And then in that time, now Batlu HaYovlo, we don't have Yovel nowadays, so Yovel is Batel. So then do I only stay a slave until the time of Yovel would have been? Or am I stuck and I'm a slave forever? And I'm a slave, you know, forever. So the Orsa Meshachachma says, no, that's why the Torah said it as Ba'avdo Le'olam. 
to teach us that there is a case where you are an Eved Le'olam. What's the case where you'd be an Eved Le'olam? So even though ordinarily you're only an Eved until Yovel, but of the Le'olam, there could be a case where you're an Eved forever. What's the case where you're an Eved forever? Must be that we hold like those we've shown him that assume if Yova was Batal after you did it, then you're going to be, then you're going to be stuck. But a lot of these kind of things is very interesting in terms of the way that he views things to be able to invoke the Avdo, uh, learning from from Tzidushal Mikra in Parsh Mishpatim, he does it like a lot, a lot. It's a great example of Parsh Mishpatim, the places where he seems to learn from the Tzidushal Mikra. There is, just because it's Parshas Noach, this week is a very, very famous comment of the Meshachachma in Parshas Noach. The very famous comments in Parshas, you know, Bereshus, Lechachachan, Veir also, but we're Parshas Noach this week, where he comments on the Tzivoy, which is found in Bereshus, but reiterated in the end, in Parshas Noach, which he argues a bit of a shift of Purvu. The, uh, the Torah commands us to, to be fruitful and to multiply, to have, to have children. The Meshachachma points out that it's a Gemara tells us, Mesachasivamas, that women are not Chayavos, women are not Chayavos in Puruvu. Wonders the Meshachachma, why is that so? So he has one suggestion of his is very, very famous. He says, because, because the Torah's ways are ways of pleasantness. Being, giving birth and going through labor can be something which is very challenging. It's very, there's a certain risk involved. It can have, it can be a sakana. And in that sense, it wouldn't have been appropriate for the Torah to be mechaev women to go into such a place which, which, which would be so challenging and which would be so difficult. And because of that, the Torah's ways are pleasant. And therefore, the Torah was not mechaev women to be mechaev in Peruvu. Interestingly enough, he goes on to elaborate. I mean, that's the most famous part. He goes on to elaborate in a couple of really interesting things. Uh, as well, he points out that's why the Gemara tells us in Meseches Chulin that whenever the Torah answered something, whenever the Torah answered something, it always gave us a parallel way of getting that same Hana. So if the Torah answered Basar B'chalav, it made sure that we had a way to eat something that would have the same Gishmak, the same kind of experience as Basar B'chalav. The Torah answered certain kinds of activities. It gave us the parallel to be able to do. He said that's also part of this idea of Drachei HaDarchei Noam, the Torah wanting us to, to be a ways of pleasantness, to be something which is, which is very, very good. He does point out also, which I think is a very fascinating idea, that another potential explanation for why women don't need the chiv of Puruvu is not that they don't need the obligation because but rather the teva of a woman is so intensely geared towards wanting to give birth to children that many many women it's a core value it's a core value that they uh, that, uh, that they have a real pull to do so and it's almost as if the Torah didn't have to give them a tzivoy for it because already it was ki'ilu they were for sure going to be able to have that desire and rutzon already there and the Meshachachma there points out a yisod which is that the Torah again, this part that he has in, in this piece, does not command us, again, an interesting episode, to do things that are really against our Teva in a very active way. That typically things that are more Teva-focused, the Torah does not command us not to do. He connected to Eishah Sifas Torah, that, that the Teva of man and Muhammad is to act that way, and therefore the Torah had to be understanding of that. But, but it's a, a lot of very, very intriguing ideas. Meshachachma, that's a very famous one in, in Parshish Noach, about women's patur from, from, from Peruvu. Parentheses, I always found it noteworthy that Tovos writes Mesechus Gidin on Daf Mem Aleph, I think Tovos Babas also on Daf Yigimel, that women are Archayev Midrabanan in the Din of Shavas and Puruvu, which always is an interesting uh, comparison. The Torah, and the Rabbanan are like, I think we'll give you a Chiv on that one. So I don't really know exactly how that plays out, um, but it definitely does, uh, does at least I think it's, it's part of the picture as far as the women. He thinks that maybe there's a shift pre and post. Uh, the beginning of, of creation and post as far as the Chiyuv Puruvu, because pre-Puruvu, 
That was, sorry, pre the Chet of Adam Harishon, there was not childbirth pain the same way. In which case, maybe they would have been Chayavos in Peruvu, post or Chadar, you know, I'm not going to give it to them. But that's a, it's a great safer to be aware of Meshachachma, a lot of wonderful alumnus, a lot of wonderful alacha. It's a great safer to go through, teach you a lot of important ideas. It isn't always as easy to follow. It's a little bit challenging at times. It makes references to things. The footnotes of Cooperman, who was the head of Michala, the footnotes on the bottom tend to be, uh, tend to be really, really excellent to, uh, to help. He just quote, quoting the Gemara, Gemara Chazal, Adding in a sense of explanation can be very, very helpful, but it's a very Yisotistic safer that comes up uh, a lot. It comes up a lot in different kinds of shiurim. It's great to be aware of. It's a massively, massively popular and impressive safer on, on Chumash.